Hey guys, we're so excited that our next drop of merch is finally here. And we are so excited. You guys would have seen some teasers on the gram of the caps and the t-shirts. The hats I have been wearing nonstop and the t-shirts, I mean, see ya. As a side note, we do want to let you know that there is special free shipping Australia-wide. Which means you guys in Oz can get shipping free. The T-shirts this time go up to 3XL, which we love. The hats are $40 and the T-shirts are $55. So way more affordable for you guys. We wanted to make sure that everyone could have the opportunity to get their hands on one. We also have Afterpay available. And also, guys, with all these merch drops, there is limited stock available across all items. Can't wait to see you wearing it. Make sure you get shopping. Get your merch now. Sitwithus.co. We would like to acknowledge the Gadigal peoples of the Eora Nation as the traditional custodians of the land on which we record this podcast and pay our respects to their elders past, present and future. Welcome to Sit With Us, the podcast. I'm Ella. And I'm Dom. And this is your invite to sit with us and chat about all things relationships, reality TV, pop culture, and everything in between. Coming up on this episode. Welcome back, guys, to part two of episode one, season two. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Episode two, 2023, baby. Enjoy. Lean in, bitches. We can all get caught up in a bad crowd. Guys, when I was in year seven, I got with the, the bad crowd. I was getting suspended. I almost got expelled. I was skipping class, like skipping school. I was, you know, talking Second back to that. teachers. I was, I was not in a good social group. Okay. And I, I don't think I've ever actually spoken about this, how my schooling years, like at the start of my schooling years, I was not a good kid. Like mm. I was getting that was suspended. That was me the whole schooling years. Well, I can't. I got there in the end. Oh, I did not get there in the end. I, <laughs> That's all right. You're good now, babe. I'm great now. And again, those years shaped who I am. Exactly. Being a rebel yeah. in high school would never take it back. And everyone's got their own journey. That's yeah. the beauty of life. Like, mm. fuck it. It'd be boring if everyone was the same. Yeah. But like, it just goes to show you if you do get caught up in that wrong crowd, mm. where you could or may end up in life. Well, yeah. And it is fucking crazy. Like, and I you know, are who you surround yourself with. You really are, and man. That for me was a massive pivotal point when I was in my teens and I took a look, a big look around who I was hanging out with. And I was like, this is not who I want to be. I'm better than this. It's like these people aren't giving me any purpose. They're not. And this was from a very young age that I was having these thoughts, realizing these things from a very young age and I just knew that it wasn't for me and I wanted to be better do better be healthier and just I had goals and these people didn't it's crazy when you're in that headspace too I think the the fact of like wanting to reach goals and, and that's shit. when you lose friends yeah. and that's fine it's fine like it's you know I've, I've had dms and I remember in the group recently over the break like young girls going through friendships that are ending and you know at the time it's so intense you feel like the world is over and they're your bestest friend and like they're your go-to and something might happen and friends come and go and I know it's so hard to understand that at a young age because you take it so personally yeah there was a few of these comments and I I did read them and like I remember she had a best friend who 
just got into a relationship mm, yeah. and she was reaching out to her all the time. I remember this because I went through the exact same thing and I shared with you, if you are a listener, yes, you are a listener. The <laughs> Sorry, that's the Moe. That's, that's um, the Moe getting to us. You are a listener and you shared with us that your best friend had been had gotten into a new relationship and you've been trying to see her and mm. she's unavailable. She's choosing her partner and I get it because, one, I've been that girl when I was – madly in love at that age I wanted to choose my boyfriend yeah. over my friends because it was new it was exciting it was exactly. sex it was love yeah. you know but yeah. and you do tend to forget about your friends when you're in that moment but I think I just said you know it's gonna happen and it's a part of growing up and if she comes around she does if she doesn't it's gonna be okay yeah like some of my best friends back then I haven't spoken to them in like 11 years And we're so different now. Like I look at their profiles, I'm like, wow, like hats off to you, but we really would not be having, like we wouldn't have anything in common right now. Yeah. And look, the same things happened to me. It happened to me after I left school. It happened Mm -hmm. to me most recently when I went through my divorce. Like it happens at so many different stages of your life. And I know my mum has gone through it. Yeah, my mum has too. My mum's in her late 50s and she's lost friends. You know what I mean? So just know, guys, that it happens to everyone. And I promise you that, it's good. It, of course, it feels shit. Of course, it. Does. it you, know, you feel so alone. You feel alone. Yeah. You feel as though you're not gonna find someone that you connect with. And I promise you that there are people mm. out there that you will connect with. Yeah. Like I, when I went through my divorce, I lost girlfriends that I had known for 15 years. Mm. I thought to myself, I've got no fucking friends. Mm. I've, this is difficult. I had to, you know, I moved out of my house. I had to move suburbs. I had Millie, so I started going to the dog park, and I just started making conversations with people and from there I I made friends and, you know, they're some of my best friends in the world now and it, it's just crazy that to think that I was so upset about losing friendships Yeah. when, yes, it's sad but you should be excited because that means that you have so much more to give other people Yeah. and there are amazing people out there. There are people that are willing to talk to you even Mm. if it's out on a walk if it's at the beach if it's down the pub like just opening yourself up to having those conversations with strangers you never know where it might hundred percent and even if this is if you have one best friend right you have a falling out and you feel alone or you feel like you have no friends babe use the time to be on your own yes like Start that self-discovery then. Even if you're only 19, 20, it's the perfect time. Like you're leaving high school, you're becoming an adult. If your best mate's flaky or she's vanished and she's chosen the man. She's in dick sand. She's in dick sand, deep in the dick sand because it's a real thing. Yep. Say your piece, say your words. You know that you've tried. If they're not meeting halfway, accept it and take it on from like a strong or empowering perspective. Like, okay, I'm 19, 20. I'm going to use this time to do this or do that. Make a new friend. Like, try something different. Learning to be by yourself and be okay Mm. with being by yourself is the most important life skill I think any woman can have because – we are inherently, we're built to be independent. Yeah. Women are fucking strong, mate. Women can have a baby and can pull it out of our fucking vaginas by mm. ourselves. We are the most strong creatures on this yeah. fucking planet. And we I know are. we have male listeners, but we yeah. are, okay? And to have that skill as yeah. a woman, even learning it from a young age, if you're 18, 19 and you're going through mm. this shit, I can tell you right now, beautiful girl, wherever you are, mm. whoever's listening, you can get through and mm. it is the most amazing skill you can ever learn because yeah. you alone 
are amazing and you are so strong and that skill in your life, I'm telling you, will be the most Mm -hmm. important lesson you learn. See, for me it was like definitely wasn't that young. I wasn't 19 when I yes, loved no. my alone time. Yeah. Um, for me, I was 20. It's hard when you're that young. It is. Yeah, I was like 25, 26 when I started to just stop caring and stop chasing and doing things by myself. I started going to the movies by myself. I started, you know, going on solo holidays by myself. 19, 20 is hard, but yeah. I'm telling you, like if you start younger doing those sorts of things, by the time you're in your later 20s, you just see life so differently. Like I'm nearly 30 and only for the past few years I've been doing things solo. Yep. And that's honestly grown me the fuck up. Like, it's life-changing, In guys. so many ways. It really is. In so many ways. Like, I know I've spoken about on the podcast going to therapy, and that's something I do want to talk about. But when I moved into my place, he was like, you know, are you lonely? You said, and I'm like, no, I'm just stoked with my new quilt and being in my house. And like, It's funny how as women, like even when I moved in alone, right, mm-hmm. after my divorce, the first question I got was, you know, from family and friends was, you know, are you are you lonely? Are you mm. do you feel sad? Mm. It's like I was for a short period of time, of course, because I was going through a fucking divorce. Yeah. But eventually I was like, no, I actually love this. Yeah. I can put on a face mask whenever the fuck I want. Mm. I can do whatever I want. I can go for a walk at nine o'clock at night with yeah. Millie if I want. I can do uh, you know what I mean? I could do whatever I want and it's on my terms and yeah. it's my time. I just I don't know. Like you were saying earlier, you know, you feel sad when you have dinner by yourself. Yes. I've just never had that. Yeah. Well, and I have. That's but the not one in the past. Like, that's four the years. one thing about living alone. Yeah. And being alone that mm. I find difficult, and I think that really just comes down to inherently my culture and growing mm. up and food and mm. and that dinner time being so important yeah. to like my whole life growing up. Dinner time. Yeah, it was I mean, me sitting, too. It was, it was you know but I, it wasn't as big. It was just me and James. But, and but also, it but was yeah. always sitting there and having that chat at the yeah. end of the day. Mm. And you know what? Maybe, like I said at the start of the episode, I need to change that. I need to, yeah. you know, even if I'm sitting at the, you know, for breakfast, I eat by myself breakfast every morning What's sitting the at difference? the front. I know, exactly. Annika, <laughs> you fucking idiot. What's the difference, babe? I know. I just feel like at the end of the day, you like to have that debrief. That's what I it is. I just debrief by myself in my journal. And maybe that's why. I'm yeah. a, maybe that's why. See, and see how we're all on different journeys, mm. guys. See? Yeah. been debriefing a lot these days in my journal because there's a lot going on in Ella's little brain at the moment. There's but a lot going on there. I think it's a fucking big brain, it's actually, a, it's babe. Brain. I don't <laughs> even know how big she is. I feel like I do have a big head, so maybe she's bigger than, <laughs> bigger than the normal brain. But there's been a lot going on in the brain. Uh, and I've been doing so much journaling and I do realise that I don't know if you guys have heard about the inner dialogue. Oh, mate. So the inner dialogue is a real thing. There is 60 to 70% of people who do not have an inner dialogue. Really? I've got an inner. I definitely do. So one, one, of, my best friends, constantly. one of my best friends, hers does not stop. It's exhausting for her. Like it is exhausting. Oh, wow. Okay. And for me, I don't really have an inner dialogue. Like really? Most of the time no, unless I really want to think about something, wow. like I really want to like envision something or fantasize or like something's. But that's because you journal. Well, it's also a. Tra- it's you got to train yourself to silent your mind. It's not easy. 
it's really not easy. Like yeah. my friend who says she has this <laughs> inner dialogue nonstop, she can't close her. It's actually cracks me up. She, we were at the beach the other day and I was taking her through like a little bit of a meditation thing. Okay, let's try it out, babe. Close your eyes, take the deep breaths, we do that whole thing. And then I was like, try to picture an apple or the ocean. Yeah. Or the feeling that the ocean would give you. And she could not achieve any of that. She could not picture something in black. She said, when I close my eyes, it's just blackness. I'm like, well, yes, when I close my eyes, it's also blackness. Yeah. But then when I meditate or when I am trying to manifest or envision things, I can see the image in my closed eyes, in yeah, my mind. See, I can do that, but I've, I do have an inner monologue that's constantly going and I'm like thinking things yeah. always. But if I close my eyes and I think of an apple, I can either think of a green apple or I can think of a red apple. Some people cannot at all do that. And some people cannot at all switch their inner dialogue off. Wow. And like we were walking around the lake the other day and I was literally dead silent in my head just absorbing the air and the lake. And she was like, so Dal's right now, is your inner dialogue on? I'm like, no, I'm just taking in this, the scenes, babe. See, I'd be the same. Like, uh, uh, My mind wouldn't switch off if I'm, yeah, I have to work really hard mm. to switch off. It's so interesting. You guys should Google it. I mean, wow. if you have an inner dialogue and it's nonstop, I would highly recommend journaling. My friend now does journal and she said it's helping her. See? And you've been journaling for a really long time. So maybe so I- that's what's helped me. I don't really know. I don't have no idea. I also started learning about meditation from a young age and like breath work. So I think that that's yeah. also helped with like being able to keep your mind in a still place and like silence your thoughts and focus on your breath. And I think doing that from like what, I don't know, five, six years ago, that's really helped wow. strengthen my mind. But, of course. but some people, I'm so sorry if you guys have that inner dialogue where you don't actually know how to turn it off. Even before bed, my friend's like, it's just talking at me. For me before bed, I got my music on and I'm breathing and then I sleep. Yeah. Like I'm not, th- unless something traumatic or like there's something going on in life that's yeah. like absolutely doing my head in. Yes. It's not on my mind. I can understand in that sense. Like if sometimes I do feel like I need to really switch off. Yeah. And it is harder. This hair but is then making me hot. It's a lot of fucking hair. Oh, these extensions, guys. It's like horse's tail on my head. <laughs> 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 and it's like, I haven't washed it in a few days. And- See, that's in a monologue. That's like, oh, bitch, this fucking hair. Blah, 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 blah. Always. I just, it's, it's getting hot because my neck's like 500 degrees. You should wear it up, doll. Doll, it's in a low pony. I can't slick it back, doll. It's a lot of fucking hair. It's a lot of hair. I like, really like it though. I'm loving the extensions. I'm loving my extensions too, but they're short bitch hair. So I'm, and I'm loving that, but it just makes And I'm unsure, like, do I get them again or do I just go back to my natural hair? Like, is it worth the maintenance? I don't really know. We'll get there. We'll cross that bridge when we get there. See, was that just off topic? In- okay. Was that off topic or was that just internal monologue? How we're fucking probably was that maybe- ADHD? Yeah. Was that minor <laughs> ADHD? Because look, we'd like to know. And if you'd like to self diagnose us without us going to have to pay thousands of dollars, I have, We'd love that. I have been diagnosed. We love that. Okay. We love that. And that's okay. That's great that you've been diagnosed. At least you went and did that because I'm just still on my 150 milligrams yes. of tetraline and I'm just thinking, blah, 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 blah. is it my ADHD or am I just, I definitely am I just depressed that. and having anxiety? Blah, blah, blah. I will say I have not had any anxiety in such a long time. Look, I, it, it crossed my mind like once at uh, Beyond the Valley, but it wasn't like, 
it was because I was in a mosh pit in the middle of 50,000 people while Sally Furtado was on. I was feeling anxious then because I was but like... But like anyone fucking feel yeah, anxious. Yeah, I was literally like, I cannot escape here if I wanted because I will get crushed. So I stayed. But I haven't actually had anxiety in a really long time. And... Love that for you. What are yes, we, queen. So we, we, we steered off topic. Oh, the inner dialogue. So yeah, we're just going to end that inner dialogue yeah, yeah. there. But... We're ending that. We're ending the <laughs> inner dialogue. But I do want to share with you guys because I have brought you along the journey of my therapy. Yes. Seeing the psychiatrist. Yeah. And she's being a good girl. She's focusing on her mental health. I literally love him so much. Like he is so great. And he's just a human being. Like he's just an individual who is obviously educated, qualified, has the questions, has the answers. And every time I go, I'm just like, dude, you're awesome. Like, this That's is so great. great. Yeah, every time I see him, I'm pumped to go. I'm pumped to just unload, yeah. unleash, be like, this is what the fuck's going yeah. on, man. Yeah. Like, this is what I'm thinking. This is what I'm feeling. And I'm so pumped to tell him because the only people that I tell is myself in my journal. I really don't tell my friends in my family because it's just like, eh. I'm one of those people who like to just deal with it on my own. Yeah. But that's also something that we are talking about in therapy because that's just like the way that I have dealt with things in my whole life. Yeah. I've dealt with things on my own. I've seeked for advice. I was never happy with the advice that I was given from people. So you just was like, so nah, I was like, you know, see ya. What? I'm just see ya. Like I was you like, were. you know, I'm just gonna give myself my own advice, figure it out on my own, and that's literally just what I've been doing for a very since I was 18. Since I dated a drug addict, I just figured it out on my own. Everyone was like, don't be with him, don't be with him, don't be with him. But I was like, something's telling me to stay. Yeah, I don't know. Like he's bad. Yeah, but. I feel like right now I still need to be here. And sometimes you've got to make those mistakes on your own. Exactly. And, you know, grateful for those mistakes. But anyway, therapy has been amazing. We really dug deep. We'll just touch on the last session that I had. It was really interesting. It was very much around my attachment style. Mm. I don't know if you guys know much about it. There's books out there. Dom and I actually, that was something that we had a common interest or thing that we were doing. In maths. In this maths. was a big thing for we us. We were like, what the fuck? We both had the same book at maths. I remember you walking in like, bitch. <laughs> bitch. What's that book? And I was like, this is my girl. Yeah. That's it. I was like, that's it. Yeah. Learning that's about it. the three human attachment styles. So every single one of us, you, me, Dom, your boyfriend, your mum, Every, your fucking neighbor, your male neighbor. Every person that you cross paths with in life has an attachment style and you can be more than one of them. So there's avoidant, there's secure, and there is anxious. And for me, if you want to read the book, I, I'm pretty sure I've put it in the group, but it's attached. Don't know who the author is. Just Google it. It's attached, red and white. Attached is a red and white. It's amazing. It's short. It's, it's great. Quick. Go you and do read the quiz. it. Honestly. It tells you what kind of attachment style you are. We'll put it in show notes, by the way. Yeah. It's really good. And if you've got a boyfriend or a girlfriend or a partner, it will tell you the kind of attachment style that they are and how you can help them or work with them and yeah. understand them. Anyway. Yeah. I have always been a secure attachment style. Going into yep. a relationship, a situationship, I am so secure within myself. I'm confident. I'm sure. I'm all those things. Anyway, 2023, Ella gets told she's now a avoidant. You're, att- not, you're not anxious avoidant? You're just avoidant? I'm just a flat stick avoidant. Wow. I am now. And your attachment styles can change based on experience. Or shit. It doesn't sound like a lot, but for me, when he said that, it was like a ton of bricks right Thanks, in the Miles, face. Thanks, you piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> she won't say it, but I will. <laughs> but it's just like, I guess, Miles and Mitch. And, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And also <laughs> all the other guys that I've been dating for the past 
four, five years. Mm. It all adds up. It all really adds up. You know, the repetitive rejection, the repetitive commitment phobes, the repetitive love bombing, sweet talking, the repetitiveness across a very long period of time builds up. And now, after Miles, guys, I was just like, I'm done. I'm not doing oh, it. Yeah. Dating. Dumb. Not, you, know, yeah, you know, I oh, was mate. like. Ella was like, guys, Ella was like, I'm fucking don't even look at me. Like she was like not interested mm. at all. Mm. And I knew from that moment I was like, oh, no, she, you can't. You, you can't. Like and you I have time to heal. And I haven't actually, I hadn't been in that place since I was about 21 when wow. I was a proper man hater and I was Fuck. I went celibate. I remember you telling me yes. about this and I'm like, fuck, if she's going to go like full next level and go 180. Mm. Not that I was a man hater after Miles. I was just done with the damage. I wasn't a man hater. I love men. I, but when I was 20, 21, I fucking hated men for what they were doing to me. Mm. And now after therapy, I – so basically like the way an avoidant attachment style works is you keep your intimate partner or whoever your person may be, yeah. um, whether it's a fuck buddy or whatever, you keep them at arm's length, right? You want to have them nearby. You want to have them just at a distance where they can't get too close to you and you don't – with intimacy meaning sex or cuddles or affection, the same thing. You want to be close but you also want to avoid from misleading them even though you may want it. It's like you – Okay. It's like this constant – is it because you think you don't want to mislead them, but really deep down you're scared that they're going to mislead you yes. and you're going to get hurt? You're protecting ah. yourself from being hurt. So you Shit. avoid being intimate, you avoid being open, you avoid being vulnerable, you want it, but you're protecting yourself so you just avoid it at all costs. And that's what I've become and I'm working on it and it's great. Like he's given me like tasks to do, he's, you know, explaining and he really just asks the best questions yeah, that's they're, why I got to study for like eight they years. They're just so amazing. Like, <laughs> for that reason, like, there was so many times where I was like, whoa, dude, that's that's a really good question. I'm going to remember that one. And then I would give my answer. And to sum it up, basically, his best advice for me is when I feel uncomfortable with someone, if someone is in my life, maybe they are, maybe they aren't. If it feels uncomfortable or if it feels foreign or wrong, which anything at the moment really does, if any guy is trying to show attention, affection, it doesn't feel right. Mm. It feels uncomfortable. Mind you guys, I am the most affectionate person with men, not necessarily my friends because that's also a blockage. But if it feels uncomfortable but you know that it will be okay, lean into it. Lean and into it. Lean into it. And I was like, you know what? That's going to stay imprinted in my inner dialogue for a while. I think that should be all of our mottos for 2023. Lean into it. Guys, yeah. lean into it, whatever it may be. If something scares mm. you, I mean, I definitely need that for this year. Wink, wink. Yeah. Um, Winky dinky. Lean in. That'll make sense <laughs> in a couple months. That'll make sense, guys. Um, but Exciting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, lean into it. I think that is beautiful advice. And you know what? I have been leaning into it. Oh, we love it. As we leaning. And it's. There's progress, you know, like whether it's with someone or whether it's not or whether it's with friends or whether it's with family. Work, fucking whatever, like it's anything. Just, if you feel like there's this uncomfortability or foreign, I don't know how to be anymore with this, it's not right, maybe I'm, I feel undeserving, you know, any of these thoughts, 
like my best advice from my therapist would be, I'm not going to share his name. No, I'm not going to share his name. But um, <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Or where he works. Because he's mine. He's my therapist. No, and we can save them all a couple hundred bucks by just telling him the advice yeah. he gave you. and Because it's expensive. Yeah. But lean into it. If you are an avoidant, if you feel like what I was saying before, you can relate. If you're an avoidant and, I don't know, you like affectionate affection, like deep down, you know that you love it, but you're with someone and you don't want to, like, mislead because then you don't want them to hurt you. But what if you like them? But, oh, but no, it's like this back and forth, like just lean into it. And then, look, if he's not the one and it feels wrong because of the person, there's a difference. Yeah, there exactly. is a difference. There, oh, there's a total difference. Like, you know. You can't get yourself misunderstood between, like, oh, my God, he's, like, actually, like, abusive or yeah. being, like, a no. fucking cunt. Like, you know, you know there's if a it's difference. not the right person. Yes, there's a difference. But if you feel like there's something right about this guy and for some reason you keep getting drawn back and you like him and you haven't had sex yet but the company's great and the chemistry's great, lean into it more and just kind of, like, let go that little bit more even though you're so scared because I am too. I'm taking this advice and I and guys I reckon you should too honestly. I think yeah. that, that was the most beautiful way to end our first episode our back first babe. Episode. Honestly. Guys, lean the fuck into it. Lean the fuck into it guys and <laughs> and there's just so much that like I want to say about it but like and we will and I, yeah. I love that that's part of your journey but also so many people who listen yeah. are also on that journey mm. and I love that you guys get to come along with us on this journey yeah and something we're also really excited about and I don't know if you've noticed but oh on my left tit right now is our Sit With Us logo, which is part of our new merch range available currently as you're listening to this. Currently, it is live at sitwithus.com. Should oh, wait, I, that's not the right website. No, sitwithus.co. <laughs> sitwithus.co. The T-shirts are I'm live. I'm going to do a turnaround. Dominica, Dominica will do a turnaround. And, guys, you asked. We delivered. It says, see ya. See ya. See ya. Oh my god, they're amazing! So we are wearing. Both of us are wearing. Us. <laughs> we are wearing a size medium. See ya, yep. See ya is the see ya the quote. Yeah, see ya is the quote. See ya is the way of living. Okay, and we love that from twenty twenty two. It was such an iconic thing yes. that you would say, babe. And I got on it. I started saying it. It did not sound the same when I said it whatsoever. But we're all saying it. You I know, tried to say it the other day to a friend. I'm like, oh, you know, Dom says, see ya. But I just don't have the voice that you have for it. <laughs> and it sounds like shit. But, guys, you wanted see ya on the T-shirt. We yeah. thought we'd put it on your ass because, you know what, when, we pe- when you turn it around, you tell them to see ya. So we, you asked, we delivered, and we are so bloody excited. We cannot wait for what this year has to come, but also Woo-hoo! we're so excited for you guys to get your hands on the merch. Go and check out the website. The link will be in our bio. It'll also be on all of our social media. We're putting it everywhere, guys. Limited stock. Oh, we've already done the ad. Yes. If yeah. you haven't, if you haven't already, go and sign up to our Facebook group. We love our community in there. You guys are our family. We're in there twenty four seven. Like honestly, legit, we are. We are. We are. We do have our phones 
phones typically to our hands. We and do. We are on there. Even if we don't reply, we, we are still see everything. And we talk about it all the time. And guys, welcome back to a new fucking year, 2023. I am that motivated and I want you guys to be motivated yep. for whatever it may be that you want to achieve. Lean the fuck in. Because we're leaning in and we are getting it. We're leaning in we together. We are getting it together Woo! as a team, as a united family. We love you, you guys. Love you. Bye. Bye. Woo! <laughs>